Hello and welcome to the Daily Driver Podcast presented by ThisIsBracketRacing.com. I'm your host, Luke Bogacki. One of my favorite questions, one of my favorite thought exercises is the idea of how would you go about teaching a new racer, a green racer, to drive the finish line? I'm going to show my age just a little bit here. So I started driving a junior dragster at what was very near the advent of the class. I believe the year was 1993. I was 11 years old. Uh, I did junior dragster racing for two years. Uh, the first year, I literally had a motor that we took off of a lawnmower. It's everyone did, right? I wasn't necessarily at a disadvantage. I went in the 15s. The next year, we really stepped up the program with a race motor, and I ran in the 12s. My uh, my eight-year-old, Gary, just started his junior dragster career, um, I don't know, five, six months ago. And on his first run, he went faster in his junior dragster at eight years old than I ever went in mine. But let's go back to that first year in, in 1993, running 15s with that stock Briggs and Stratton. Uh, the technology was all very, very new to us. It was nothing like it was today. And the cars were not uh, particularly consistent. In fact, I do distinctly remember the feeling that if my car ran 15-something all day, like if all of my time slips started with 15 dot that was a good day. Like if my car literally didn't move a second, that was a good day. And I'm not going to claim that at 11 years old, I was a lights out finish line driver, but it doesn't take much um, strength in terms of math to realize that like I was probably better than that car, right? So as a result, I learned to hold. I learned to dial up very, very early on. Fast forward a couple of years to when I was 14, I, I saved up my money. I gave, I think I gave $2,500 for this old beat up brown Nova, right? And I raced it for uh, two, three years exclusively, right? And I was really proud of this old car. Like it was legit. It was all I had, right? Um, but even at the time, and especially now looking back, uh, I can readily admit that it was not necessarily the best tool, Right. My old Nova would or could vary like a tenth at any given time. And especially in today's world of bracket racing, you may hear that and go, wow, that's crazy. Like you could call that nuts. I called that Saturday. That's just what I had to work with, right? And it's how I learned to drive. And as a result, it's how I would teach a new driver to drive the finish line and not like there's some bias involved here, but I, I don't say that simply because it's how I learned to do it. And, you know, I think I turned out okay, but specifically because of what those experiences taught me. The two biggest keys that I took away from those years that I like to think I still apply today are aggressiveness, right? And, and you think about that in terms of, okay, I know that I can run under, I have to be aggressive at the finish line. Yes. But also like it didn't take long to realize that the better I was on the starting line, the more margin for error I typically had at the finish line. So it was an aggressiveness on both ends that I think is a key ingredient to success across the board. Uh, and especially today, because that was the first thing. The second that I feel like those experiences taught me was the 
ability to drive without complacency. Okay, so where that shows up today is if I think that I can run like a hundredth under, but I'm getting there five hundredths, like I'm not going to be the guy to rip the gas twice and be like, okay, I killed plenty, right? I'm going to snug that up some. I'm going to assume that my car picked up maybe not four hundredths, but one or two, right? And I need to make it a little bit closer. I, I feel like, and I don't want to be the, the, hey, you know, old man saying, get off my lawn here. I feel like I see too many racers today that just come up with the best stuff. Like the junior dragster stuff today, the little glimpse that I've gotten into it the last few months, the technology is amazing, particularly in the faster classes, like the 790 stuff. Those cars are really good and they have to be to be competitive, right? I see so many kids like hop into one of those and they, they know what they can run every time or... Uh, racers young or old hop into a turnkey operation with the best of everything and don't get me wrong i'm not faulting those racers i'm not faulting those junior dragster parents like we all want to give ourselves and our kids every opportunity to succeed i would argue however that the skills developed driving quote unquote junk are actually really useful when I'm put into a situation today where the best odds to win a round are to dial up like a bunch, which admittedly isn't often, but it happens to all of us for any variety of reasons. I'm much more comfortable, I think, than the average racer in that situation because of that background. When, as I mentioned earlier, my car isn't running what I think, like I'm still going to lose more often than I win, right? Like it's too... The, the, the game is so precise these days. If your car picks up 200, it's like, it's really hard. But I am far less likely to take 500s at the finish line because I think I killed enough than racers who came up with equipment that they could depend on. It's a subtle difference, but I would argue that at times it is a really significant difference. Mm-hmm.